Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived there, Baez, I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane and what a great day it is to be a Brisbaneite. 2032 is already feeling around the corner. I've got Olympic fever, Henry Brett, and it's catching. It's it's nightmarish. Yeah. It might be COVID. It might be Delta, but I just don't bloody know. You were the first man in the world to catch COVID yeah, in Germany, absolutely. famously. So maybe you're maybe I mean, you wouldn't catch be. Olympic fever as well. You wouldn't at all be the first to catch Olympic favor that he I feel like the whole city has it mm. um probably the ancient Greeks had some amount of Olympic fever back in the day was that the thing that the first Olympics was in Athens that's yeah. why in 04 yeah. when they went back and everyone was like oh it's, it's the birth Greece of the is Olympics, not as yeah. good as it used to be <laughs> yeah, they're like, well these used to be these tanned oil <laughs> gentlemen doing feats of strength oh what's all this debt <laughs> what's all this fake grass over swimming pools what's to avoid all these, that uh, tax Mykonos bars with creepy stuff in the drinks oh they hit you over head with a skateboard cool <laughs> yeah the, the gods of Olympus would never have been able to comprehend that the Inbetweeners movie would be set there <laughs> they're like oh this is what happens to Greece uh, no Clever very film. very exciting for this podcast uh, mainly, the, and we've said it online, but the, really the sole reason that this 2032 bid was won. It's a massive, massive moment for the city. Yeah. Um, we spoke about it on the podcast before, but even when there were whispers of the fact that we could be not even at the point where we were the favourites, but where we were even in the mix to be considered for an Olympic Games, it seemed too ridiculous to be true from a... And I guess it's because we spend our whole lives thinking and talking about Brisbane. Um, but to, to see that our city is being recognised on the world yeah. stage by people who aren't us. It's, it's still very it's, weird. It's I still think we do something niche. And I'm almost not ready for this to become a more mainstream podcast. Well, it's the classic tweet as well of just like London, Paris, LA, Brisbane. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't sit well. Now I'd say to that, Salt Lake City. Yeah. Like, that's the fucking 12th biggest city in the US. Like, there have been some real nobodies to have had the Olympics. You know, Atlanta is not you know, the top three of the US. Oh, I think we're actually fine. Yeah, we're going to be okay. Yeah. Now, we're going to get into all of that talk about the fact that Brisbane is the Olympic city very soon, but we've got to knock over a quick bit of housekeeping. Yep. We like to, just because just because we've got the games doesn't mean we can forget where we started. No, our, our roots, roots of talking about ourselves at the start of each episode. 100%. So, uh, first off, Mangroves, sold out. Yep. So No longer will you hear us beg to buy a ticket. Sold out. Yes. 475 people will be there at Felons Barrel Hall on. Thursday, dancing, but with masks. Yeah, so weirdly... It's a weird restriction. <laughs> in our interpretation of the rules, you can come along, yep. uh, you can dance, Yeah. so we can get the full amount of people that we intended to have in there, and you can dance with a mask on. Yeah. So I, I think it's... And which shouldn't hinder you too the much. The weird other dimension is it looks as if you can stand while drinking. Now, the completely untested area is can you dance having your mask off because you're drinking? Yeah. We have it's like, no idea what the interpretation is going to be. Because it's like Joy and I went to the movies and the mo like mm -hmm. on Sunday, and the movies were being very strict. Still, they were like, "No, no, even in your seat, you need to be wearing your mask, but you can take it off while eating." At yeah. which point, I was like, "Popcorn, baby." I'm, like, eating, the whole I'm time. eating the whole film. It was the same thing with the football. They were like, "Oh, mask on at all time. Um, even even if you know, 
you're sitting down unless you're drinking. It's like, well, I've always got a beer in my hand. Like, mm. I could always feasibly be drinking. That's probably more a statement on the culture of alcohol mm. in live sporting. Exactly. And what a terrible shame. So true. But thank you very much to all the Unpakistanis yes. who have bought a ticket to come There are a lot of very familiar Unpakistani names in there, which was awesome mm. when uh, lead singer Hamish goes, who's buying these? <laughs> it's like, well, we know. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for, thanks for the podcast audience for keeping <laughs> the band going. Uh, you can still listen to the album if you missed out and mm. wanna have, a, have a party at home, put a mask on, dance around. <laughs> in the dark. Tragic. Um, do I that. hope you don't. Do that if you absolutely must. <laughs> if you, otherwise, we could probably just squeeze you in. That sounds absolutely pathetic. To be honest, if your plan was... If you're going to do if, that... If your plan was you missed out on a ticket... You can have my ticket. Yeah, just we'll get you in. Yeah. Message if you're that sad fuck. <laughs> yeah. Come along. We'll get you in. Um, but yeah, it's going to be great. We, we Keep your eye on the Facebook event because I'm sure there'll be the usual selling tickets and whatnot. Yeah, so definitely. try and get one. We've got a lot of surprises planned. It's going to be very fun. Um... Now, something else I did want to raise, mate, with you, and it's something we've spoken about on this podcast before, um, the rating on Apple Podcasts yep. is something that we were always very proud of. Uh, we, we always had a quite a good little rating there of five yeah. stars. Yeah. It was and an not, not like a... Actually, no, in very many ways, like the good Uber rating, where 4.9 is good, Anything sub 4.6 on Apple Podcasts clearly means you've gotten some negative reviews. Yeah. So we like had, when most people just chuck five stars, don't question it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we had something, we had over 130 reviews yeah. and we were sticking with our five stars. Now, I hadn't looked at it for a while. Yeah, I went back. Right. Yeah. And, um, mate, not, we've dropped to a 4.8. Okay. That's pretty bad. So we've gone to a 4.8, which, as you said, with the Uber comparison. If I'm an Uber driver and I see that, I'm like, oh, this guy's vomited a couple of times. Yes. He hasn't paid the cleaning fee. Now, in fairness, I would say that in some of our episodes, we could have vomited a couple of times. Yeah. There have been some late night episodes. There's been some Brisbane sexiest roads, <laughs> which I would say are the equivalent of vomiting in an Uber. There's been a Turinga or two <laughs> where I spilled a literal beer on my laptop. That was a literal spill. Now, that it's the one stars. It, it's not yeah. like we've gone all fours and all fives. What I've noticed, Joe, is there has been an uptick in one star ratings. Joe's getting the Apple Podcasts up. Yeah, you're right. There's a four point eight. It's our second most been, popular rating. There's been a noticeable bump <laughs> in one star reviews for Unpacking Brisbane. Now, still a fair few fives. It, it's exciting. It's, it's about ninety five percent fives and the five percent ones. It's all or nothing. You really either love it or hate it. And the other reason I bring this up is. Some podcasts take feedback as it is and use it to improve the product. We are not one of those podcasts. Who the fuck are the one stars? Well, we, got, we got a two-star review that said basically two bits of white bread reading Wikipedia. <laughs> now, that's funny. <laughs> it's just funny ass. That's accurate. <laughs> that's awesome. If you wrote that one, come to the Mancros. You can be the guy who, we, uh, who doesn't yeah. dance in the dark. But yeah, there's the, the one stars, basically Unpakistan is keep an eye out because we do have some moles in our midst to have clearly listened enough mm. but uh, we do have some moles on our backs we do have <laughs> we should clearly get checked we've, we've got some moles on this podcast <laughs> at a convenient time i'm thinking like remember the animal the mole oh, sorry remember i don't think it's extinct <laughs> it's, it's yeah i i'm aware i remember the animal the kangaroo <laughs> you remember birds do you bro? remember uh, i'm not sure let me ring about you remember turtles <laughs> What is going well, on? I loved Entourage. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we, so we will find out who's been giving us a, a small but not inconsiderable amount of one-star reviews. Yeah. Um, it really hurts. Uh, on that and on mm. podcast things, before I tell one quick little tale I wanted to yep. share and then we'll dive into the Olympics. But Olympics, um, yeah. so 
as you know, as we mentioned, we've got mangroves coming up next week. We're going to be absolutely pumped with that, to be honest. As I mentioned, yeah. big show. Few things we're uh, planning to be Top a bit things of a surprise. In the works. Um, so fireworks, yep, all strippers. that, all that, yep, all that. So basically, uh, we'll be pretty busy next week. So we've pre-recorded an episode for you. Yeah, uh, it's going to be very fun. Um, I think it's actually a great episode. We'll just say what it is. It's uh, we mentioned it a few podcasts back that maybe we would do it. We did do it. Uh, it's what if Harry Potter was set in Brisbane? Yeah. What you, if get Harry, no, you get no more clues than the name of the episode. That if is, Harry Potter was set in Brisbane. If Harry Potter was set in Brisbane. So that'll be the episode next week. Then we're going to take a break because, Joe, you're up to something very exciting in the yeah. next period. So I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be directing and convening the UQ Law Review for 2021. It's been uh, a, a big undertaking. It's a great big sketch musical comedy show. Um, it's where I met Henry in 2017. Uh, and so now five years on, I'm, I'm leading the show that he brought me into. So it's, it's a nice thematic connection. And mm. in fact, uh, not to spoil too much, today's guest, another alumnus of the Law Review. So really the, mm. the Unpacking Brisbane Cinematic Universe is tied pretty closely with Review. Mm. Um, but try to think. No, I can't tell you the name yet. No, nah, I don't. Because I don't um, even know it. I, and I no, be, no, I, I was thinking, be. I was like, oh, we're dropping it tomorrow. No, we're not. It'll be next week. Okay. Um, but yes, tickets will be on sale early next week. It's going to be great fun. It's going to play at the Twelfth Night Theatre in Bowen Hills. Easy to get a train there. Not easy to park because it's actually happening during the Echo, which I didn't find out until recently. <laughs> Our closing night at Twelfth Night is the same night as closing night of the Echo at Bowen Hills. If anything, you could spin it as... I your, think we'll like... You're part of the Echo. I'll you're try to, in attraction. our marketing, make it sort of look like we're Sideshow Alley yeah. if it was a little bit further away from the showgrounds. Just to like put a flying pig on a few of the posters. Yeah. And people will be like, oh, yeah, no, I think it's Echo. Um, but yeah, no, please buy a ticket. Uh, it'll be great fun. To be honest, it's, it's a lot like this show. It's my sense of humour. Um, on stage with a great cast. So if you're some of the, if you're the one star review, <laughs> you're not going to give it a miss. Buddy. You're not going to like it at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could I could attest to the the very hard work that Joe and all of his compadres have been putting into it. Mm. So uh, keep an eye. We'll put it on our socials too yeah. on the UQ Law Review Sketch Comedy Extravaganza. And Henry is doing some stand up. I'll probably just keep going to work. <laughs> um, I'll go for a run or two. Oh, keep good. going to Fitstop. So good. if you want to, how was it? Went to went to Fritzenberger last night. How was that? Fritzenberger's great. Yeah. Did a Fritz new did, did a new bit about yeah, Mr. Potato Head. And new, went new bit about Mr. Potato Stay tuned. Went very well. Stay tuned for the new bit about Mr. Potato Head. So yeah, so we will, We will. I think I feel like we can do it now. You've just mentioned it. We won't make any fact, uh, bones of the fact that she's here. Uh, please welcome back to Unpacking Brisbane, uh, Caitlin Duke. Hey. hey. Oh my God, that was torture sitting there with no I microphone. <laughs> I had so much to say. And also clearly you were laughing, but trying not to laugh out loud, forgetting your ma- microphone is muted. Yeah, I was doing kind of silent, like, oh, I, I guess I, the, I can't show that on the podcast. <laughs> I was about hey, to do what I was oh, doing. Oh, no, Kate, I was doing this totally silent, like, right, Garth? Yeah, that's right. I that we do push-ups the whole time. I can attest to that. I'm yeah, we're just doing leg sure. raises. We, we're fucking jacked, man. Um, awesome. Welcome back. Thank you. Good to be back. Um, it was, and it was, as we were just talking about it, it was the Ecker. would have been the, the Ecker episode so would have been the true. last time you were here. A topic about which I know a lot more than <laughs> the Olympics. Well, we yeah. were told that you were the resident Olympics expert mm. um, in, in our circles. Now, when we posted that, I think one of your sisters called you out on your oh. alleged tennis passion. Now, mm. there's been an early threat to your sports knowledge supremacy. So just take us through that very quickly. Okay, so as a... To 
to make a short story long, I guess. Right. When I was a kid, great skills. <laughs> yeah, one, a thing I'm known to do. When I was a kid, I used to lie a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. We all did. It's yeah. fine. We all did. All did it. But as I've gotten older, like the theme has kind of stuck with my family to the point where now I'll tell a story, and if they haven't heard it, they're like, "Oh, that's not true." Right. So and it's I'm like the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's also it's by virtue exactly of telling <laughs> by telling the story, they would presumably have not heard it. Yeah, exactly. And then the it's other It's not day, like a myth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or a conspiracy. If something theory. happened to me at work today, <laughs> sit around. Like, they're like, oh, it's I've one heard of those, this one. It's actually one of those ones that's passed down through the generations. Imagine, <laughs> getting, imagine getting to like the family didn't tell them, like, oh, you'll never guess what happened to me today. And I was like, I heard this one. <laughs> that's legit me. That's what happens to me. Okay, right. And then I oh, said in terrible. passing the other day, I was like, oh, you know. I'm a really big fan of tennis. Like, I really like tennis. I actually don't follow many sports, mm. but I do follow tennis. Which I'd happily totally vouch for. As long as I've known you, you've been a very big fan of tennis. Thank you. Thank you so much. Happy that to means vouch so for much that, to yeah. me because my entire family was like, no, you don't. You don't like tennis. <laughs> no, you absolutely do. <laughs> you're, you're a much bigger tennis fan tennis. than I am. You've never liked tennis. You've never followed tennis. You didn't want to go to the Brisbane International with us in 2010. No. Oh, <laughs> 11 years ago, you didn't oh. like tennis that much. Anyway, so that, that was kind of the backstory behind the comment. Right, right okay. Yeah, it's... Yeah, fair um, enough. Uh, uh, did they have any challenge to your Olympic passion or...? Uh, weirdly, no. Uh, they know that it. one is strong. They know they can't challenge it. Yeah, so true. resident Olympic expert and not at all just because we got dinner before recording this. <laughs> yeah. We're like, ah, I can come. Um, yeah, no, so we'll, we'll dive into I wanted to, before we go full Olympics, yeah. I've told you this. I'm keen to uh, go full Olympics. Yeah, when we go full Olympics. When we go full Olympics. When we put on the, the Kathy Freeman head thing. Yeah. Looks sick. I don't, I don't know what it's called. Bodysuit. Oh, is that the yeah, swimming No, one? no, it's the bodysuit, but you know how it's got, like, I want to say earmuffs? Yeah. Does it go up over her head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that controversial? I've got no idea. We'll get it, we'll get it. Sort of research you might expect <laughs> from an Olympics episode. Don't worry at all. If you I know. actually don't know much about Kathy Freeman. Bro, I don't know much about anything. <laughs> I don't know much about the beat. <laughs> Stephen Bradbury was serving sausages the other day, I saw. <laughs> if you think any of us have so much as Googled <laughs> the word Olympics. This episode oh, so is my mum's worst nightmare because she has phenomenal Olympic general knowledge. I've heard about it since I was born and absorbed Yeah, nothing. your mum is an Olympic fanatic. She'll sit here the whole episode screaming about, because <laughs> it was controversial. Kathy, of course. <laughs> no, I feel so sorry for the people, for like Nadine's like ninth best friend who's going to get a phone call at 11 p.m. about this. <laughs> being like, She's like, you wouldn't believe what happened in the discus. <laughs> I'm asleep. Um, so before we go full Olympic, That's so was at um, uh, my friend Matt Dwyer's house uh, the other day. Matt Dwyer. Matt Dwyer. Not a, a second cousin to Second cousin of mine. We share a great grandfather. Yeah. As in, what a great in, grandfather. Uh, we should have the best oh, grandfather, he man. He is a great grandfather. <laughs> what a great guy. My great, great grandfather. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, essentially he was like, we were all over there and hanging out. And then uh, Kev and Aiken were there too, two of the, two of the fellas. And they were around. And Kevy was basically, no, knowing that I hosted this podcast, was yelling out being like, oh, Bretzy, what's, what's the only pub in Brisbane that's built backwards? And, I, and, he kept, and I was like, oh, I don't know, mate. And he kind of kept posing this to me like it was a riddle. He goes, Bretzy, mate, Bretzy, mate, what's the, what's the only pub in Brisbane that's spelled backwards? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, kept wanting me to have a guess. So he then proceeds to tell this story that I thought was worth mentioning. So essentially, he goes, he was at the Paddo Tavern the other day. This podcast obviously has a somewhat turbulent beef, relationship yep, with Which the... Which I'm a huge part of. Yeah. Support you guys wholeheartedly. Absolutely. And I, th and I think the majority of people really yeah. do. It's no good fact. 
Good no. folk. No, good <laughs> fat. No good fat. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting my idiotic fat, dig in. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. We make it three fatty asses. Oh, the fat of tavern. No. Just want to go to the fat. Well, no, almost my issue with them, not to get back into pub territory. I won't get fat because I won't eat any of them. Yeah, I was going to say, they could be more fat. They don't have enough of a fat energy about them. They used to be fat. Now they're all like thin and sleek and... Yeah. Yeah, they're not jovial. No. Yeah, they're like... It's very like cocaine highly wired thin as opposed to just like a big beer gut yeah 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 exactly exactly that so <laughs> exactly that exactly. actually that's spot on that's, that's exactly right. fat mate well so, done so then Kevy <laughs> was at the paddock and goes into the urinal and we've all been to the paddock we know the urinal so he goes out to the back there and I know it well actually no well you know the urinal world of you mate why do you know the urinal world that was a joke uh, <laughs> oh she's on <laughs> um, so essentially <laughs> What's it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's applause. Well, that's a way. great theme to have ready for the Olympics. Oh, so true. Um, so then he's in the back and there's an old guy standing in the urinal and he's like looking out the window and Kevy stands next to him and starts doing his business and then the old guy goes, what's the only pub in Brisbane that's built backwards? And Kevy goes, oh, sorry, mate. He goes, this is oh, at the urinal? This is at the urinal. He goes, what's the only Shaking pub in Brisbane built backwards? And he goes, oh, um, uh, sure. and he goes, I'll show him this one. He goes, look out the window, mate. Come over here. And like, Pulls him closer a little bit. And he goes, look out the window right here. What do you see? And he goes, oh, yeah, I see. And he goes, no, 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 tell me what you see. And he goes, I see the Forex Brewery. Um, I can see Suncorp. I can see, and he goes, yeah, yeah, Suncorp. Milton Road with the brewery. You can see the river if you're looking, the city. And then he makes, like, the truest observation that Kevin passed on to me. He goes, the paddock's built backwards. They have... One of the best views in oh Brisbane. My God. Think about it. Think about the back of the Pado Tavern. So true. They have one of the best views in Brisbane. Where have they put the beer garden on the fucking four lanes of traffic where all you can look into is like the fit stop <laughs> Milton? <laughs> And then I was like, because and then Kevin's been building this up, and he's like rather drunk, and him and Aiken are standing there and like you know leading this story along, like wordplay answer too. I was trying to think of like a palindrome. Yeah, built backwards <laughs> because beer's underwater, like yeah. <laughs> just like some dumb answer. Because forex is the same either way you spell it, or like yeah. something like that. Yeah, and then I was like, it's a really good point. I had to gather myself and be like, holy shit, that's so true. For all the beef we've had with the Pato Tavern on this podcast. The main thing I've never... It's terribly designed. Mm. They put the best part of the pub at the worst place they had. Flip the Pado Tavern, pick it up and turn it around 180 and degrees. Fucking it's an incredible pub. And they had a chance because they did refurbish it. Yeah. So recently, it's not like, oh, it's, it's always been that way. You can't change it. Fucking change it. They They're literally like, yeah. have gotten everything wrong right down to <laughs> the <Yeah>. geography. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, but if we the flip it, where are we going to put the John wrong. Lennon mural? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, where will we hang the deer head? <laughs> Come on, guys. We've got a couple of stuffed boars that'll need to go somewhere. Come on. Yeah, so anyway, I just thought that was interesting it's to share. a car park at the back there. No, that's that's a a, I think that's okay. a great thing to share. And, and I think what can be said is that they've got 11 years to get it right before we... We welcome the Olympics to town. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. All right. Olympic chat. <laughs> let's oh, okay. We've put it off for wow. long enough. Okay. So much to everyone, say. Begin? Everyone get your notes out. Limber up your well-prepared notes for this episode. Well, let's just start. I think this is fair and nothing is something that doesn't at all require research. Yep. Let's just do our initial reactions. So Wednesday night, 6.30, where are you? Did you hear it? Uh, I was working. Yeah, okay. 
didn't. didn't that was wasn't, such a boring answer. I'm yeah, sorry. Didn't have it on. I did hear the. I did hear the fireworks, and I thought that it was some rats in my ceiling. <laughs> Which at is work. Some, oh, you're working from home. Holy fuck! What you're, front you're you're need to get off of that? There's a few rats in there, mate. They're working in tax. Kylan, you hear about the Olympics? Oh, I think there's some rats. I Kylan got any cheese? I'm telling you, some rats at work, man. There's poison in the walls that I'm like. Oh, that's so cruel. No. Um, so you heard the fireworks. Okay, but that's still something you'll that's note in, in 11 yeah, years. You'll be like, I remember, I remember being like, at the time the Olympics were announced, I was concerned about a rat problem in my house. Yeah. So and when, when, you're telling, when you're telling the kids, I think that'll be endearing as well. Yeah. It'll be I'll like, be wow, like, mum came from such humble roots. House, you know? I was in a shed house and I lived with this fucking rat. I lived in this fucking rat, Hamish. I lived with this fucking rat in this shed house. This fucking rat. Named Mick Gatto. This fucking rat in my roof named Carl Williams. You're a rat in my roof. It's just Sam trying to go to the fridge at night. <laughs> um, right. I, uh, I was really disengaged from the whole announcement process. I think partly just because I'd taken it as such a fait accompli that, that I was, was going to be we're, we're absolutely nailing it so far, by the way. <laughs> Caitlin was working. Joe was disengaged I, with it. I, really have I, I kind of agree with this because I was looking at everyone's sort of like social media posts being like, oh my God, can you believe it? I thought we had it. Yeah, I thought we had it. Well, the one yeah. thing I do have to say is I got home, I thought Henry was watching Friends with the volume up really loud. Yeah, Joe comes, Joe literally walks in the house and goes, fuck, mate, you watching Friends? <laughs> I was like, no. the announcer. I don't know what he sounded all yeah, like. Yeah, the like, so no one told you life was going to be this <laughs> way. <laughs> like, so it turns out Henry's just watching the, the ABC broadcast, the announcer. Like Anastasia Palaszczuk, like, we were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Olympic committee. <laughs> well, we'll talk about Anastasia Palaszczuk yeah, very soon because she's and been a big part John of it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about John and John and Stay. John, John Dickhead. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, you you were pretty engaged in it, right? So you what? You were just at home having dinner, weren't you? You went to visit your family. Yeah, I was. I was See, that shocks me because your mum, yeah. as the Olympic, no, I'd, I'd left by that. What was I doing? Oh yeah, I went to I went to Valleys to kick the footy. I've been doing heaps of interesting By stuff. Like, yeah, heaps Holy of shit. heaps of cool stuff lately, man. So you'll remember this period in your life when we look back <laughs> so at eleven. Went to yeah. All right, so we've got rats in the like roof. I kicked you I solo kicking a ball yeah, well, around. I, I was I was seeing how far I could drop kick a goal. It's like thirty meters. It's not very far. <laughs> Are you, are you in a way hoping yeah. that drop kicking yeah. is an Olympic sport yeah. by 2032? Mate, so you mate. can be like, the first day that I trained drop kicking on that, was the announcement of the Olympics. On that, just very quickly speed round, because I do want to hear, like you had a decent day at work around the Olympics. Just speed round. Are these or are these not 2020 Tokyo Olympic sports? Beach volleyball. Yes. Yes. Break dancing. No. No, it is. Not yet. Wow. Oh, but it's going to be. It will be an Olympic sport. Here's, oh, wow. Alfred, here's here's the one that I find nuts. Three on three basketball. Yep. Really? In addition to basketball. Yep. That's that. fucking... Who is which the makes guy me think that's like running three on three basketball and what <laughs> has he seen? Well, it makes me think that what drop goals have? could be come 2032 because it's part of like rugby sevens. You know, you kick a kick a drop goal. Maybe just like three on three basketball, they'll make that one but skill. But also, theoretically speaking, like you've got way less chance of getting in the national side for three on three basketball. That's like, good point. There's only three numbers. Are these like the best basketballers in the world who were just like, no, I'll go the three on three route and turn away from the money and fame so of the NBA? W- it's so weird because clearly the basketballers who couldn't hack it 
in the NBA, but they're still quite good. And what well, three Olympic on three? Yeah, yeah like the, you can still win an Olympic gold in basketball. What level of your career are you at where you're like middling it in normal basketball, and there's like a few people in your ear being like, you know, the money's pretty good for the, the very I, few. People. I think it's like some of the specialist rugby sevens players and stuff, where it's like you're not going to play for the Wallabies, but you're fast and you're fit. You mm. carve a niche here. This happened to Sam a few years ago. He <laughs> when he played three on three basketball. Well, like <laughs> almost close to. He had someone come to him what? and be like, hey, um, I know this is really random, but like, do you want to play on the Australian national curling team? <laughs> <laughs> and he had never done curling his life. Like the Canadian. Like, We're just looking for players. Right. Just need players, man. That's like, a, well, that was always my fantasy of like, oh, it wouldn't yeah. be that hard to get into the Olympics Badminton. for like some niche sport. But then you realise like, oh, even the niche sports have their communities, but apparently not with curling. Yeah, They're with just, curling, they're like, that's truly. Uh, I, I always thought Greco-Roman wrestling cannot have much of a basis in Australia. Greco-Roman? Yeah. What's it's that? The, it's that at like the Olympics. It's like where you oil up and in. wrestle. Is let it. anyone in? It's really weird. It's Greco-Roman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, or maybe we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, Henry, tell us about your day on this announcement because you—I mean, your mm. answer is the same as Kate's. You were—you were just at work. Oh, well, I mean, I wasn't. But well, it just well, so happens that your work. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, being as an in radio, it was mm. like fully formed around it for and like. As did every media department. Everyone was pretty much like banking on us getting the nod. And as you mentioned, like it wasn't locked in, but it was, you know, I, we, I we had declared. At point, it would have been aw- really awkward. Well, there's we... no one else like plausibly in the race. Well, the, well there were, the vote was not for any alternative. It, no. The vote was Brisbane. Yes or, or no. no. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so for, <laughs> the, and, and for the record, no. there were still five no's. Yeah. No, no they, alternative. They, no, they haven't. Unless they have the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, yet. literally. Oh, I don't want to demean it by the Olympic fucking yeah. the IOC would rather wrap up the Olympics <laughs> than let Brisbane have like, it. The good Olympics experiment. is how they run. Yeah, yeah. Like, they've had a couple of good years. Good experiment, guys. Kathy Freeman, great gold medal. You know, you're probably done, I reckon. I think we're happy with it. No, so effectively, they haven't released who voted against Brisbane, uh, but there's a lot of theories going around. China. Yeah. Just yeah. gave a big old no, obviously. Um, I'd do it just to take the piss. Well, it's pretty funny. Yeah, that's, if what, you definitely that's, what, know that's why China are doing yeah, all the <laughs> things they're doing to Australia. They're like, oh, let's we'll just wind them up a bit. Wolf warrior diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this Belt and Road Initiative, you know, it's just really a take the piss player. No worries. <laughs> um, and then they reckon Qatar as well. Qatar. Yeah. Why? What's their beat? Sounds like Qatar. I don't know. Yeah, because they yeah, were like. like <laughs> 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 oh yeah, sorry. Guitar. I did How did bass and drums? But <laughs> oh fuck! I accidentally. <laughs> I, f- I fucking accidentally booked my ticket on Qatar Airlines. <laughs> Thought it was Qatar Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> you get on. You're like, all right, overnight flight. Got the red eye. Hoping to get a bit of sleep. Your pilot. Your pilot. Oh, Miss Clapton. I'm on. You get on the flight. It's like. No, at the beginning of the flight, it's just smoke on the water and ode to joy. But by the time you're landing, it's like, like stairway to heaven. Yeah, yeah like, they're, they're like, like Hotel California. So <laughs> First class are just really good guitarists. Uh, Guitar, I good gear. Uh, um, but yeah, I... <laughs> Today's sponsor, Guitar. Yeah, uh, we're brought to you by Guitar. And we're sponsored by the Instrument Guitars. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was at work and had just this huge build up to it. And a lot of it was like Courier Mail, for example, had a like 32 page lift out that was already written, written weeks ago, sort of thing. Like, so, and it's very funny watching the Courier Mail just very obviously pushing for the Olympics, which is interesting because they're so viciously against Palaszczuk on all other issues, came in very, very hard for the Olympics. And the observation being just in all media was just, this is just going to fill 
pages and fill segments. Nah, if we, for, if 11 we years. for 11 Good years. Good or bad. And beyond. Like, really, like, oh, 15 yeah. years. Because then you get, like, the after part. I mean, we're still talking about the Sydney Olympics. Exactly. So, it's like, for... It's like... Molly, Ollie, and Sid. Yeah. Well, we'll come to mascots. We'll absolutely come to mascots. But... I think um, about them every day. Yeah. Uh, so, that's where that's kind of where I was uh, as was happening. Then I actually left work early got home and did yeah watch it on ABC oh, right. so I, I had like and that's when you put on friends that's when I put on friends you Definitely knew the result bullied. but you still chose no we didn't we still didn't know the result oh I think you are saying it, you watched like ABC catch up or something to watch the announcement <laughs> you went on iview yeah. at 9 o'clock that night and you're like no one tell me like, yeah I'm just binging um, Olympic <laughs> announcements I'm, I'm kind of I'm trying to catch up I'm, I'm, I'm at, at, seven uh, and I'm and at then Barcelona 92 I'm back <laughs> at Munich I wonder if anything's going to happen there <laughs> just real nothing Olympics <laughs> But yeah, so um, essentially did did watch it and it was a great moment. And, you know, I think Palaszczuk jumped up and celebrated, which is very exciting and whatnot. So um, I guess the the feeling I have at the moment is very much like how, and I said this to you guys before, you know when you book schoolies and... You had to book schoolies way room. out. If you go into the crayon, like, I spent And you were like, had to make sure that the people in, in your room were still going to be your friends. Yeah, term one, year 11, you really have to lock in. Basically, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think it was the first day of term two. It was like, yeah. oh shit, we need to lock in schoolies. Now that's, you know, 18 months from schoolies. Long way away. Um, but that's... And, and because you get into like the frenzy of booking, in your mind, you're kind of like, oh, it feels like it's going to be tomorrow. Like you get real yep. excited for the event itself. I think Brisbane's having a bit of a schoolies trying to book mm. the crown moment. There's a real, like, especially with the people who are against it, like the number of fucking 80-year-olds who've been coming on the radio and be like, I don't want it. It's going to make the traffic bad. I'm like, here's one, Sid. You're going to be dead. Like, <laughs> th- there's no world in which you're that- here. Or at least you're not driving. I- at the very least, you're not getting caught in that traffic. I agree, Hen. And, and that raises something I just want to say briefly. Opposition or favour of the Olympics is scattered to the wind when you compare it with partisan lines. There are grumpy 80-year-olds who would have voted Liberal and National Party their entire life mm. who are thinking the exact same thing as the 21-year-old greenie millennial. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, usually LNP leaning Courier Mail is fully backing a Labor Premier on this. It is, I find mm. it, so hard to pick what someone thinks of the Olympics in Brisbane. So, what do you think? Kate. Yay or nay, Kate? Oh, huge yay! Oh, yeah, I good. Think. It's amazing. This city. <laughs> Probably wouldn't have had you on the show if that wasn't the answer. <laughs> Maybe if you were just like, no, I'm and I'm here to talk about property prices. I'm actually really glad you guys would invite me here tonight. When are we going to fix the platforms? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm also I'm yeah. so pro I think the the investment I think it's because it's easy to say like things you can't immediately quantify like international exposure mm. and tourism and whatnot. Like I get that, and I get where you can be cynical about the government's kind of efforts to put dollar amounts to tourism that's going to be 11 years away like i understand i mean there was a line there was a line in the proposal where they talked about the financial benefits of improved infrastructure meaning old people wouldn't triple trip and fall as much Mm. which means it'll be x million dollars in hospital savings i get that's quite tangential that is a huge boat to draw although do you know what my mind just went to then removing trip and fall hazards for old people that means the streets for a lime scooter Oh, oh, yeah, or a, or a beam or a neuron oh, yeah, now, sorry. tragically. Oh, yeah, Vale Lime. Vale Lime. Well, that's, yeah, that's just the other things. Like, little things of modernising the city. I mean, we've already seen it with, like, the Howard Smith Wars development, the upcoming Queen's, Queen's War. War project. Brisbane was going to be dragged into modernising anyway. I just love that we now have a governing reason to do so. It's yeah. fucking awesome. It's also cool because if you think about, like, Expo 88, that brought us 
South Bank. Mm. Yeah. Like, what is the Olympics going to bring? West Bank. What? <laughs> oh, <laughs> if I get to Gaza. Oh, really? Oh, I, don't know. Oh, I didn't even think that. Oh, we get the West Bank. Bank. It's like, well, guys, as part of the Olympics, we're going to hold the volleyball and uh, the Gaza Strip. Oh, no one oh, minds. Oh, I hope not. I hope that goes down well. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think as well, like, there's a there's a big part of me that, I don't, knowing that they won't be the, and very hopefully not, the federal government at the time of the Olympics, there's a big part of me that's like, on the back of the Olympics, you get the federal government wanting to take credit for it as well. Like all they've been talking about yeah, all day. It's still a partnership. It is a 50-50 partnership. It's a partnership. But basically because you have like greedy federal governments trying to get in on the credit, we basically get like all these sick projects yeah, that are going to benefit the city long past the Olympics and we just get half of it paid for yeah. us. So for all the money, all the money arguments of it's going to send the state into debt, it's like, mm. well, maybe it will be a more immediate upfront cost for the city. But over the years, we are still going to want to develop our transport infrastructure right. and like build and, more and property. And because it's going to be southeast Queensland, we were sprawling and Brisbane was getting out of hand anyway. Mm. And now there is a governing plan to make it so that the Sunshine Coast or the Gold Coast can be genuine commuter spaces for Brisbane. I mean, really, the broad plan is to have long Brisbane that goes from the north of the Sunshine Coast to the south of the Gold Coast, and it's basically one enormous city. Yeah. And if we need good infrastructure to get us there, I'm much happier for that than just constant North Lakes housing developments just encroaching further and further. I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Now, nah, and also a lot of jobs. How fucking a lot of jobs. You know, like just think about how many fucking jobs it's going to be. I mean, oh, there's so uh, there's going to be so many I mean, jobs. Think about all the random jobs that they <laughs> have. Like the they're going to need a lot of announcers. Merch guy. Merch guy. There's going to be a lot yeah, of jobs. There's going to be like 400 creative industry students alone that work on like the arm of the mascot. Bro, it's gonna someone, be fun. Yeah, someone's going to have Fire to make gun. like the key <laughs> rings for school backpacks. Yeah. All of that stuff. Ah, the merch alone. Okay, well, good. Before <laughs> the merch is an entire industry. Merch alone. What if, oh my God, what if it was an Ibis? Oh. <sighs> what if it was you know, I, I got on Facebook saying? this morning and the first <laughs> thing I saw posted in like the Wilston community group was someone had already been like, how did they leak the logo already? And it was the Olympic rings with an Ibis on top of a council bin. And oh it had like god. 900 Hariaks. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So yeah. before we get into predicting what it's going to be like, um, I, do, I did want to briefly touch on um, the insane thing that happened with John Codes and Anastasia Palaszczuk. Now, do, do, I'm not up to date on that. Okay. So basically what happened, Anastasia Palaszczuk, obviously, I think unfairly, I'm going to say this, was plagued with criticism because of she was going to Tokyo to lock down the deal. Yeah. A lot of people said, why can't this be done over Zoom? It's effectively a done deal. There's no one else in the race. Why couldn't she just have done this over Zoom? Now, few things. Firstly, Adrian Schrinner and Richard Colbeck, the federal sports minister mm. going with her, copped nowhere near as much criticism, no. both from the LNP. Sh- Schrinner particularly annoys me because yeah. like, I understand that maybe like less attention goes to a cabinet minister, but Schrinner is the head of Brisbane at the moment. Like yeah. him and Palaszczuk really have the exact same role in terms of their portfolio. I mean, ju- just in being that like she initiated the the bid as well. Like she was mm. the only one out of Colbeck and Schrinner and herself who was there from the get-go of this pitch. Mm. Like she really has heralded it from the beginning. Well, so you've got to grease some bloody palms in person. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. So, and, it and would just be weird also if they were all there, like the Olympics committee mm. meeting, and then it's just on the screen, Queensland, yeah. like on Zoom. I and what if we left ourselves on mute? <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. 
my husband got out of the shower in the bottom. <laughs> what if Wolfgang Schrinner was running around in the back because he's oh, in high school? It's our fucked up name. <laughs> They're creepy little names. Okay. They're probably all going to be great Olympic athletes. I mean, Wolfgang will be premier. He'll be, he'll, he'll be, be the mayor. And he'll be going for the hockey ruse or something. <laughs> um, so essentially, uh, yeah, that, that's all happening. And there was all these reports from people who actually knew what they were talking about who were like, yeah, fear not. They do need to go over there. The IOC is a very, very traditional antiquated body. Mm. Absolutely, it would offend them and they could take the games on off us if we're not there to pitch in person. So this is... Apparently, it's like FIFA if it was 10 times more corrupt, which is already a corrupt... Order. I don't yeah. think... Was I having this conversation with you the other day about what the most corrupt organisation in the you world weren't. is? Oh, maybe it was... Yeah, but yeah. apparently, it's I literally it's the, the IOC. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm going to say... RACQ. Mm. Uh, I the there's just corrupt. something going on there with those yellow mm. cars. I'm going to say the patriarchy. Whoa. Whoa. Pretty corrupt. That's awesome. Pretty corrupt. I'm going to stick with the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Olympics, RACQ, patriarchy. <laughs> Send us in your most corrupt <laughs> organisation. <laughs> um, so uh, basically, I think the fact that people were saying, oh, the IOC is corrupt and weird with their rituals very much came into play today. So John Coates, who's the head of the AOC, AOC the Australian, Australian Olympic, Olympic Committee. Committee. So God, they've had a quiet couple of years. <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're like, thank God. <laughs> no. I've got something to do. They're just like standing around playing like ping pong at the office. And they're like, oh, fuck, remember Sydney? <laughs> fuck, guys. <laughs> so basically, um, Palaszczuk, because she'd copped so much flack politically for going over there in the first place, they were like, oh, you need to just get in there, get it done, get out. And she said, basically under pressure from journalists, was like, I will not go to any events. I'm not going to go out and enjoy the Olympics. I'm going there. I'm going to be in the meeting room. I'm going to get this done. Then I'm going to come back and quarantine. So she, she really did that to and, avoid. And, and partly as well to be like, I'm not going to expose myself to the large crowds you might see at, for example, an opening ceremony. Yeah. So... In the opening ceremony is obviously tonight when you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, so at the time, she is at a press conference. It's just her and John Coates. And John Coates is asked about it, about the opening ceremony. John Coates, do go and watch the clip. Basically, it's turns way worse to Anastasia Palaszczuk and goes, no, you will be going. <gasps> you will be going. Talks over her. She sits there just oh my in, God. in silence. He just basically full-on mansplains and jumps on her and he's like... It's like a good minute thing. We will not be embarrassing the IC. We will not be causing offence. I this like you already have at this point the, the fact yeah. that you're having to force her to go. Um, just basically on the fly, just is like, this is you know, absolutely ridiculous, da-da-da-da-da, and you will be going. And she kind of like laughs and is like, well, I wouldn't want to offend John Coates, so I guess I'll do what I'm told, like oh. tries to play it off. And it's also anyway. an awkward thing. There's like, not only are they masked, there's a full COVID shield between them. Yeah. It looks like, like a boxer's pre-match press conference where one of them is just bad-mouthing the other and mm. the other's just silent. It's, it's, words can't explain how, like, fucking uncomfortable it is. Yeah. It's horrible. Just this 71-year-old dude just clearly threatened by, yeah, female-led, all the takes on that of just, like, old sexist guy. So, radio station I work for, a little bit of discussion around, oh, it was a setup. Um, she obviously absolutely wanted Channel, Channel 7 ran the setup what, story as to well today. So now, herself so, to look so weak. John Coates comes out this afternoon with a statement. And the statement basically says, this has all been taken out of context. When we walked off stage, Anastasia said, thanks for that. You've given me an excuse to go. And then we went back to my room and we had drinks and celebrated. So he oh has, it's an insane He's statement. claiming it was a full He's cut. claimed full media setup and that he was asked to say... God, this guy is just weighing in on every topic. So so we had this journalist on from Tokyo and, for, and from Channel 9. And it was like, oh, what do you think about all this? And he goes... Listen, being in the room 
it was so awkward. She absolutely was blindsided by yeah. it. Like, there's no way. But then we had people writing in being like, I'm a trained uh, speech analyst. <laughs> and these are, cl- <laughs> like, literally had people writing in being like, these are clearly lines that have been memorised and it's a full oh. setup. So, oh, as if. Basically just sucks that the moment was at all stained by just this fucking old... He's just Dick. trying to get his two minutes. He's had 20, yeah, yeah. 21 years of nothing. Well, he literally said at the start, he goes, if I remember, I'm still the deputy whatever of the AOC. Because mm. he definitely... He, oh, deputy. He almost certainly won't be come 2032. Yeah. So it's the impression is this is him still trying to stamp his last little vestige of authority. But it's just fucking... Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. I think we can say that, like, great job, Anastasia. Yeah. Did a ripper job. Yeah, Glad we got it. Uh, oh, absolutely. So on that... On that. Let's let's move to th- let's move to 2032. Now that we've done the reactions, <laughs> let's start with the opening ceremony. Yeah. So we know it's going to be at the Gabba. Yeah. Oh, do we? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's confirmed. God, I'm just not. I'm not following. Wow. Yeah. Partly because <laughs> partly I'm learning so much. This I mean, is an educational ga- episode for people. Is, isn't it? The Gabba is a classic of. It's so overdue for an upgrade. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm a not fucking surprised. awful stadium. Hundred mm, percent. Um, and they're massively redeveloping the Wool and Gabba precinct anyway. I oh, think. I think the single biggest pocket of Brisbane that will change due to the Olympics is the inner southeast, i.e., Wool and Gabba, Kangaroo Point, that area. Which already has the Cross River Rail coming. Yeah. So it's going to be incredible. Yeah, that's going to that's be the Olympic precinct. Yeah. And God, I get excited when I hear precinct. Yeah. Don't know what it is, but I just think when, like, um, Suncorp is a precinct. When I was in Barcelona, we stayed in um, like their Olympic village is now just a cool happening area where all the hostels are. It was one of the coolest things I've ever been to in my life. Like knowing you were staying in the old Olympic rooms and then it's just really cheap real estate that you can offer to like, yeah, like student hostels. It's going to, I reckon the Olympic precinct's going to have a sick vibe come I mean, 2038. You're going to be like, how many Olympians <laughs> fucked in this oh, <laughs> You're going to bring a UV light and be disgusted. <laughs> Which actually, one thing I do, sorry, am I cutting this off where I'm no, going? No, but I was going to say, speaking of Olympians fucked, how amazing yes. is that the cardboard bed thing? Yeah. Well, that's talk, been talk us through this for our listeners. Okay, so supposedly they're really worried about the Olympians in the Olympic Village fucking each other and giving each other COVID. Yep. So they designed these special beds that can't take more than like 200 kilos <laughs> or something. Which I'm like, okay, I feel like Olympians are all really fit. I was going to say, you could have like I a foursome <laughs> with, with some <laughs> swimmers in there. Yeah, I feel like the long distance runners are probably like six guys, but you could have yeah. that foursome. But Mo Farah is like, an orgy. You. I could have an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> the 100 metre sprinters had an orgy on their the cardboard su- bed last night. I didn't know any better. The sumo wrestlers are like, oh, fuck me, I can't even sleep. <laughs> can't have a wank. <laughs> can't lie down. Some poor weightlifter trying to have a wank breaks the bed off. <laughs> Powerlifter. <laughs> the whole swimming team's fucking reenacting eyes wide shut in the room next door. It, why did they rate it by weight? In, there's all these athletes that vary wildly. <laughs> How idiotic. But yeah, so apparently they made those beds to, so that people wouldn't fuck. But then mm. they still gave out condoms. Yeah. In the Olympic well, I saw. You know, when I was when I was single, I had one of those cardboard beds. Yeah, that's why you were saying that. Yeah, I was just like, oh, there were so many girls asking to come over. Oh, I was like, oh, I got this dumb cardboard bed, bro. Yeah, it's, like, it's it's only, I'd love to have sex with you all the time, but I got this <laughs> fucking dumb cardboard bed. Bro. It's only waited for seventy-five kilos. I'm so sorry. Oh, she's like, oh, that was f- oh, no, that's fine. It's I weigh nothing. But I saw that apparently an Olympian or someone in the village tested the bed. And the new theory is not that it's susceptible to overall weight, it's that it's susceptible to sudden movements. Oh, <laughs> so wow. apparently okay. the bed, so you can't have they like can't figure out 
yeah. how it's designed to not have sex, but they know it's anti-sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's just, just got pl- pictures of your mum on the back. You pull back the every single athlete's mum. And they're like, and if it's your dead mum, it's even worse. We know she inspired you. But it's like, you idiots, don't you know about the vapid culture of incest in the tennis circles? My mum's in. That's great for the Come on, Three on three basketballs love their mums more than they love three-fifths of a normal sport. You gotta say that though. If you're on a three-on-three basketball team, hell of a, like threesomes happening. Oh yeah. That's yeah. like you're having threesomes with the, you know, if I'm in the Australian men's three on three basketball team, we're going to any other three on three basketball no, team. Well, I, was gonna, I, well, I was thinking they were all gay basketballs, actually, mate. No, no, it's then wow. then yeah. you haven't done enough research wow. in the three on three basketball. <laughs> Famously homophobic sport. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's three on three basketball. Oh, you haven't heard what uh, Lamello Lamello Griffin was doing. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, Lamello Griffin, what was his position? Oh, left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, middle. Oh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a three on three basketballer. What's his position? <laughs> oh, just the right. <laughs> yeah. Just the whole right. <laughs> Go yeah, bit of the court that's sort of Stop near the people. Stop. <laughs> yeah, Stop. I'm port. <laughs> um, so essentially, yeah, that's sick. So, because they were all, that was a big thing fucking in the Olympic Village, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, massive thing. It's always some crazy number of condoms that they distribute. Like, I know it's not a billion, but mm. I swear there was the head. close to. Yeah, in like the Rio Olympics, because also Rio was a sexier Olympics than London. It was definitely a, fucking it was a lot a sexier more. Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rio's sun surf sand and yeah. sex. London is fucking grey. They got till Nick. <laughs> Go on then. It's a turtle We don't need condoms, we're all ugly. It's a turtle I don't wanna fuck ya. Is that an English nickname for a condom? A turtleneck. Have you got a cover for your turtleneck? You got a turtleneck for your little Johnny? Sorry, love, if you got a turtleneck you can put on I don't feel like I don't feel like taking the bangers off the mash at the end. Oh, listener, I wish you could see Henry's face <laughs> while doing he does that it. accent. Squished up little nose. <laughs> I wish I could take the bangers oh. off the floor. Oh, leave my squished little nose alone. Put on tell neck. We'll go have a little whack of it. I don't want to bloody have a scorched Yorkshire pudding now, do I? Because you've been off the Rowan Atkinson. Paddy's <laughs> <laughs> in bed. Oh, Paddy. Oh, um, um, yeah, no, yeah, sexy, sexy energy there. So we're at the opening ceremony, yeah. just to get back to it. So it's at the Gabba, which we know will hold about 58,000. So still a hot ticket. This isn't the... Uh, still comparatively quite small for an opening ceremony. Very small for an opening ceremony. Which I take the point that probably the most fallible thing about the Brisbane Olympics is we don't have one massive stadium and we won't. No. Which I can... Will they be adding in like... You know how recently when they were playing up... They were playing Origin up north? Mm -hmm. No, I can't can't do it. Can't do it at the Gabba because it's all covered. Oh, right, um, okay. You could do it at Sunshine Coast Stadium, but I assume they'll just properly redevelop it anyway. Yeah, so they'll, I think as well, like... The same way you can't do that at Sunshine And a big part of our bid was using, making it cost-effective so that we could use a lot of existing mm. infrastructure. Now, they're still going to build at the Brisbane Live site at South Bank, where the celebrations were held last night and the fireworks were going off. They're like, we're still going to build there. They're still going to develop... There was that talk of making it around that Ascot-Hamilton area as well. So there's, there's new stuff is going to be built, but a oh, big yeah, part of um, why we Al- got up was, oh, we can save heaps of money. Albion is allegedly shit. where the... Olympic village will be, as in where they Albion. stay. Yeah. Mm. And so Albion, did we say Albion fucks? Yeah, we did. Oh, did we? It's going to be great for the Albion. I was going to say that's going to be great for the Albion Maccas, but I don't think... <laughs> they don't need help. I don't, I don't imagine <laughs> they're they've, got, they've got brothers and grammar students. <laughs> well, I and I also don't imagine that the Olympic, like the Olympians are eating that much. No, Maccas. Usain Bolt. 
Oh, chicken yeah, nuggets. Of course. Remember he had chicken nuggets yeah, plus before he. Phelpsy, when he's had a couple of doobies. <laughs> <laughs> In his late career <laughs> resurgence, Michael Phelps is back, still ripping cones. Yeah, and then t- those 10 <laughs> long distance runners before their orgy, <laughs> having the one c- nugget each, their daily calories. <laughs> nugget before we nut it. <laughs> oh. In our orgy. Um, but yeah, let's talk about at the opening ceremony what music we want to hear, because that's a big part of opening ceremonies. Now, now we oh, can't <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to hear a certain band. Can we can we very quickly, well, talk for a second, I'm going to find the tweet that was, uh, well, yeah. what was sent to us by Hamish. Uh, I, I mean, I obviously am biased and I want the mangroves there, but sure. I think you need, certainly it's great to have, like London, for example, had Arctic Monkeys and it's great to have a very contemporary artist. Can I say as well, you want we'll a bit talk, of I thought the Arctic Monkeys were great, but we'll talk about, we'll talk about that ceremony later. Yeah. But do you know what it would honestly be? I mean, I know we can't, but... What would be the best for us is to have like the Bee Gees. <laughs> they're they're so that? much older than I think you're appreciating. <laughs> I think they're going to no, be like, I, know, they're, they're I don't think staying alive will be accurate you by the time. You know, the only one of them's alive. <laughs> no. So Robin <laughs> and Robin and, really and Robin and Maurice oh, Gibb dead. are dead, and Barry Gibb is alive. Now tragic because they're all brothers. Oh, so yeah. very sad. Yeah, yeah. Now and I'm pretty confident no, I'm Barry Gibb will be okay. dead. So no, Kate's no, put forward the beach. <laughs> Do you mean like no, in the like in those Michael hologram concerts? Do you want a hologram Bee Gees concert? In an ideal world, something like when you say the Arctic Monkeys, I'm trying to think of like what is something that's like. Brisbane's international export as in terms of music. We like in excess, but are they from Brisbane? No, they're not from Brisbane. Yeah, but they're Australian. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. That wasn't my point. Yeah, admittedly, <laughs> the Arctic Monkeys are not from London. Yeah, oh, they're oh, from yeah, Sheffield. So I, okay. I thought they were from Manchester. <laughs> oh, but but what I think they've done well, you know, the London Games was in 2012. Arctic Monkeys formed in 2005. Mm. Seven years. Wow. Mangroves. Mangroves. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking time to be well, up there. That's actually really interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Matt Bevan um, and Hamish said us this tweet. The tweet was, people making suggestions for the 2032 opening ceremony. There's a reason they didn't plan the 2000 opening ceremony in 1989. So the point being, we don't even know the musical acts yet. Da, 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 da. That's a little and bit Nikki of a... Webster was like two. She was two. Yeah, I, I know. But, I'm but also, that's an outlier. It's a fucking virgin point to make. It's people are just trying to have it's fun also an outlier and say, we're It's not, basically a way of saying who's the best Aussie music yeah, act. Yeah, also, we're not going to have a... We're not going to have a 13-year-old singer every time, okay? She was actually two. Odds are, whoever will play in the opening ceremony is probably, like, alive right now, okay? Do you reckon? They're in a band playing next (laughs) time. They're alive and they're playing felons. You know what I reckon? I'm going to put a bet in early. The girl who sings the national anthem isn't born yet. I reckon it's going to be some knockout 11-year-old. I'm going to put so my... Some, like, amazing 11... My, my yeah, bet okay. in... I'm getting... <laughs> okay, so, our, so we're disagreeing on a matter of months, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, like, no, she's, she's born, born, but she's... She's, 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 she's that born. Is, she's that is a she's split of... She's just learning how to roll. Okay. <laughs> Possibly, like, three months in that split. <laughs> okay, so well, you're... not g- hitting any home runs right now. <laughs> no, okay. You it's can make sport. a bet that she'll be 12. <laughs> I'm going to make a bet that she'll be 11. I'm going to make a bet that it will be Jess Mowboy. I think it's going to be Cosima DeVito (laughs) Who's that? You don't know Cosima? No Oh my god wow you don't know your Australian Idol lore She was she was a Oh this is a deep cut I looked (laughs) down Sounds like you don't know your Australian Idol lore either She was early season actually uh, If you'll allow me this Please uh, Guy Sebastian's season featuring Oh so the first season? Yeah 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 And Cosima was the standout Like she was obviously going to be the winner But then the tragedy was that she 
had like vocal notes. That oh, happened. that happened in Georgia. Georgia, Georgia have yeah, vocal, Georgia has vocal whenever, notes. Whenever she's a bit tired at review rehearsal, I hear about these vocal notes. Tell you what, those nodes could kick in when she's giving me grief from the bloody right. <laughs> Never <laughs> got those nodes when there's bloody picking her up from West Bloody vocal ball and chain, mate. Uh, ridiculous. It's okay, she got... It's yeah, also a plot line A lot of people, I, get, I kind of feel like she doesn't get enough justice because there's a lot of, you know, chat about, oh, you know, mm. Shannon Noel got Ice Sebastian Oliver. That would never have even been on the table if it wasn't for Costa. So what did notes. she? What did she come? Third. Oh wow! And like, she was like, was "Get like, a, So Cosmo was, like, was going to win, and they were like, "No." It was like the end of the. Take thing. some notes. It was like. How do you spell it? Cosmo. I've never heard of this person in my life. Yeah, this is a huge reveal. But how's her name spelled? We're all googling it right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. How's everyone spelled it? I've gone C O S A M A, and then I've written Ima Cosima. I've gone C O S S A M E R. Cosima Cosima Devito. Is she related to Danny? Okay, here you go. Cosima's recognition as an artist soared when she appeared on the first season of Australian Idol. After reaching the semi-finals, Cosima had to withdraw from the series due to, due to throat nodules, despite the disappointment of her captivated fans, which included me. Bugger. She should have been on The, the Masked Singer. That would have been Yeah, fun. so true. What if The Masked Singer is like the opening ceremony? And then you've got to guess who was singing the national anthem. That's a good point. And in my like version. Someone who was a baby. It's like, oh, God. Oh, it's a 13 <laughs> month old baby. <laughs> Fuck. It's a um, baby. Okay, so turning, you know. So I think turning we're, away from Cosmo. But I, just wanted, I, also just wanted to, I also just wanted to quickly mention um, that Shepard did an Instagram post today. Yeah. And they it's said. It's been annoying. And I think a tough statement events. about probably the state of music in Brisbane. And the only two names I've really heard bandied about are Ballpark Music and Shepherd. Yeah. So Shepherd did a post himself <laughs> that said, with some different people online throwing shade at Shepherd for a gig we haven't even been offered 11 years away. Everyone needs to calm down. And it's that clown mate. It's that clown Where someone keeps applying clown yeah. makeup. So they're like, you need to, you need to calm down. And um, so Shepherd clearly, I, I do find it quite funny, the idea that <laughs> Shepherd have woken up to messages being like, it better not be fucking <laughs> Shepherd. You fucking Shepherd play there. And they're like, we didn't even do anything. All Shepherd have ever done is said yes to events <laughs> and that like the fact that they pay the price they got origin they got the afl grand I th- final i still think the fact they got the afl grand final is hilarious because it's just like we had no better option again na- as i've said before name a shepherd fan if yeah, someone can come out and name one shepherd fan i'll give up this whole argument jesus i'll drop this case right now because <laughs> jesus loved everyone no, because no, he loves oh, shepherds. Oh, yeah. Shepherd. The Lord come is on, my shepherd. Come on. Oh. Come on, Catholic. Come on, Henry. You're not religious. You don't know Jesus. You don't know Jesus. You don't even know him. Um, now, let's Jesus. talk about some good examples of opening ceremonies. Yeah, okay. Um, now, here's what I want to put out for you. <clears throat> Can I raise the London Olympics opening ceremony? Yeah. Can okay. I get a yay or a nay? Yay. I loved it. I still watch clips from it okay, to this what? day. You know what? Yeah. This is fucking awesome. I loved the London opening ceremony. Yeah. And I thought it was the best, one of yeah, the best things fun. I've ever seen. Okay. It was awesome. camp. It was okay. Oh, okay, awesome. I'm so happy. It was so good. I was fucking dragged over hot coals by, <laughs> by Katie Wheatley. Boy. And oh, Joy Chin, I'm naming them. Oh, the fun. Sydney one still, Sydney was genuinely amazing. And um, no, I William. still watch clips from the London opening that, ceremony. God, Joe, you, you are revealing some interesting <laughs> things about your spare um, time. The Rowan Atkinson Chariots of Fire thing is absolutely hilarious. It's a great piece of comedy mm. that they fit into an epic opening ceremony. 
The Arctic Monkeys doing come together. I watched it recently. Alex Turner is definitely, his voice is out of tune and he's nervous. Still works. Eric Idle, always look on the bright side of life. It's a knockout ceremony. Oh, they I had the like giant Voldemort. Like what? what? Yeah, they had all. There was a bit where they were all reading storybooks, and all the characters were like lifes and like blew up into these huge inflatable. There was a giant Voldemort. Um, They had like those people who were cycling around with big. There was a weird bit where all the nurses were dancing, and it was the NHS. And they just had a whole thing where, like, awesome. everyone with so lights on them spilt out. <laughs> yeah. so you know, like that. Um, and they spelt out the NHS. Famously. And then, but, and one of the commentators I remember when I was watching was like, yeah, they, uh, they really are quite proud over there in the UK of their national healthcare scheme. It'd be like if we had it in Australia and everyone spelt Medicare. <laughs> Which I'd love. Which would be Imagine great. going to the Gabba, scoring a ticket, and you see everyone spell Medicare. But yeah, no, Katie... So were they opposed to it? Katie and Joy were like, Beijing's the best ever. And now Beijing... And Middle East Beijing, like when I think of an Olympic opening ceremony, even though I loved the London one, and I, I mean, I think they're apples and oranges, but... Like, I picture the Beijing one. The Beijing like one I with the drums. Like, the amazing drums. Thousands of drummers in all perfect the time. formations of the dancers. Like they, had that re- they had that communist advantage. I've got to be honest, I don't remember the Beijing opening. Sorry. Well, you would have been yeah. what? How old eight, were you? Eight. But I watched pretty much every moment of that Olympics. Like, I remember yeah, most right. of the events really well. But, like, for example, I remember the Sydney opening ceremony much better than I remember what? the Beijing one. When you like uh, we had it on like a VHS so I oh, used to watch it when I, I was younger but I wouldn't have seen like... I wouldn't have seen a glimpse of it since I was five or six and I still remember it very clearly like, I, I just... remember the Olympics Beijing feels like it was a very technically good opening ceremony mm. but lacked a bit of soul London had fucking heart and it was yeah. loose and there was like was we had the fire starter they played yeah. fire starter yeah. it was so weird it was but it was fucking awesome yeah, it was I think, fun. I it think, was fun I think what we should do is Australians, we're larrikins, we're loose, we're bogans. We're never going to nail no. the Chinese no, we precision. we shouldn't go for precision. No. We shouldn't go for that. We need to go for London. Yeah. We need to go for big, yeah. loose opening ceremony. Um, I, I genuinely think... Wheel everyone out. We're not super far off like a bit of a Kath and Kim. Well, yeah. Well, how good this will around. Sure, they'll will. Who will? Dame Edna. Oh, Barry Humphreys is really she, old. She cancelled now. I don't know. What oh. we're yeah, I don't have to. Right. And we don't have no. to call her she. Well, what if we got... Trans. What's like Brisbane... Trying to like the miscreants. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. Something I, loose like Brisbane. I think, do we, I think, do we I agree... who's going to be alive or not. Yeah. Do we agree that like it can, it can be Australian entertainers? I, I think that's going to happen. I don't think it'll be solely Queensland. The preference so should be Queensland. preference should be Queensland, absolutely. But like... The only reason I say that is because... <sighs> Like, 32 years is not a super long period of time between mm. Nations Olympic Games, so I understand why it would be more Queenslander-based. Mm. Flip side, <laughs> there's just not enough entertainers in no. Queensland. But like, I think we, we can draw on, like, the southeast Queensland thing. Like, I feel like there can be mm. a lot of, like, beach-focused... Um, Savage like, Garden. Oh, Will they play? Savage yeah. Garden. Will they do um, Truly Madly Truly deeply. Madly Deeply. So that'd be great. That would be, be unreal. Good. And they'd, they'll probably... Oh, they'll, defi- they'll definitely be alive. <laughs> they, 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 they will, will be alive. Be alive. <laughs> yeah. They'll be perfect sort of heritage-ish act, but not the insanity of let's get the Bee Gees. We're big in like 68. And last thing I wanted to ask b- briefly yeah. about our ceremony, and yeah, that's the thing. I don't want it to be like giant ibises and stuff no, like that. No. Like, no. I think by then we'll have our own culture. It'll be beachy. It'll be Queensland. There'll be yeah. like lifeguards running around. Oh, like hot lifeguards. Like A huge hot lifeguard thing will yeah. be sick. Yeah, and obviously it goes without saying like, 
a beautiful like indigenous Australian focus of as course, well, like yeah. what they had at Sydney. Like, yeah. I thought that was great. I, I actually think yeah, most of our beauty will come from that, mm. and then I think a lot of the more like bogan Aussie aspects is where the ceremony can like take the piss. And everyone be like, come on Aussie, come on, oh, like, like cr- a big cricket focus because it's the Gabba. Uh, oh, what if? You know what it should inspire as well? I reckon there'll be a bit of the great at- Outback Spectacular about it. Yeah, <laughs> ma- no, massive. I there'll be a bit of dinner on the show. Everyone will get a hat. bareback horse ride. Oh, like on a cardboard, a bareback? On a cardboard bed. That's, that's, that's all. Give him a saddle. Bareback, that's put on your turtleneck. No saddle. Um, no saddle. Like live spoken reading of the man from Snowy oh, River yeah, while yeah, a guy's yeah, on a saddle. Yeah, that'd be better. But think about it. So who's going to be the Premier? Because Anastasia oh, Palaszczuk mate. won't be Premier. Yeah, I'm going to be Joe. <laughs> oh, I'll think you're going to be Joe. Oh, strong strong Labour. As if you're going into state politics, mate. You're too, <laughs> you you're too good for that, easy, mate. Easy, easy, you're mate. too fucking good for state. Um, yeah. I don't know. Because think about Because we were talking about this the other day. Mm. If you're in Labour right now, so if you're like Stephen oh. Miles or Cameron Dick or someone, you kind of want to lose the next election. Like, Because yeah. think about it. We've got 11 years to get there. So what's like three terms, essentially. Um, is it two yeah, or three? No, we've got fixed four year terms. So it'll be next elections 2024, 2028. Two more elections. Yeah. Oh. No, then 2032. It'll be a later in the year election. So a post election. It'll be just election. before. So it'll be. Yeah. It. So, oh, the 20, so the 2028 so election winner will be, be in charge. Premier. Yeah. Whoa, so, that's not that f- that's, so do Labour want to back themselves and say, oh, I reckon we can win two more elections. That's five terms. Yeah. Or are they saying we want to lose the next one, the LNP fuck it up so bad, and then we get back in again as a new... Pre- but do you know what this reminds me of? Often on Survivor, when a mm. tribe's having oh, a really good run, yeah. they'll go, oh, we haven't been to tribal in ages, we want to get rid of some people, let's just lose this challenge, and then we can get rid of, you know, Joe Bloggs, uh, go back to winning again. They always lose the winning streak and go yeah, back to okay. So if it's anything like that, you almost don't want to give uh, up the momentum. Okay, I sort of, and true. now that I realise it's only winning two more elections. Yeah, because I don't I think, think the, that's doable. I don't think the LNP win the next one. You don't to the back foot. That's no. the thing. If you yeah. Just, mm. And I don't think the LNP will fall into the Newman trap of just having one term again. No. So I think whoever. God, no, that was, that was a No one wants to fall into that trouble. I mean, really. In a big but twist, Campbell Newman's the Premier again. For the <laughs> that would be its incredible redemption art. Hologram Joe Bielke Peterson uh. will be at the opening ceremony. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, great. Well, good to know. We were going to um, talk new sports. Yeah. Yeah. As what in new sports, sports should there will be? be. What new sports will be there by the time we're at 2032? I don't have much to say on this. Oh, I wonder moment, if, like, right. like an eSport. Type thing? Yeah, okay. I'd, I'd fucking ride if there was an esports thing. Oh, like a virtual. I, mean, I, like yeah, a, I, don't I think you've got to use your body. I think Mario Kart has as much skill to it as like ping pong. No, it doesn't. <laughs> ping pong. Huge. I don't know if that was <laughs> the right example. <laughs> 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 that the sport you want to shoot? Have you ever seen it? It's phenomenal. Yeah, okay. Well, surfing is new in Tokyo, mm. and then yeah, break dancing is going to be included. So break dancing. My my general capoeira or something. Well, as as I saw on Twitter today, what if rugby league is the exhibition game? Oh, I actually wouldn't. And then they're like, they try to put forward like state of origin to coincide with the opening ceremony of the Olympics. Just a thought. Nah, origin's too important. Yeah, <laughs> it's more important <laughs> than the Olympics. Which actually like. takes me to a point I was talking about with my dad yeah. the other night. With the Olympics, like we were talking about Kyrgios pulling out and stuff. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you know. But, and I was like, if you're Kyrgios and you're, you know, playing at like Grand Slams, yeah. you're like, why the fuck would I care about the Olympics? Yeah. Like this is nothing. And then dad was like, oh, you know, but pride representing your country and all this kind of stuff. But it's like, why at yeah. the point, it's like there's no money in it for you compared to the Grand Slams. Same with the NBA. Flip side. NBA, I think it's different 
because there's not quite as much prestige. The only way to get a golden grand slam is to win a gold medal at the Olympics. This is just based on the Agassi book where he rated the Olympics very highly. Mm. It does seem in certain sections of tennis, like, yeah, you might have won all four majors, but if you don't have a gold medal as well, like you're not the complete tennis player. Wow, Because Davis Cup tennis is pretty massive in the US. Yeah. It might just be curious as an, as an Australian, like... I just think he doesn't care. But also, he clearly, just on a tennis divergence, clearly his goal is not to win Grand Slams consistently. No. I don't think that is why he plays tennis. No, if, I think if, if it is his goal, he's not. <laughs> it's not done. Kind of embarrassing if it is his goal, to be honest. <laughs> why so curious? Anyone, <laughs> that's, uh, that's anything fun. you can do with that? Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't like really all that much your tennises and your basketball. If, if your sport has a major alternative competition mm-hmm. that is as big or bigger than the Olympics, I don't like it. Why was weird it's in the last... Things like swimming, athletics. Like yeah, like and yeah, full credit, things we care dancing. about. Like, <laughs> <laughs> does fit into that. There's no national breakdancing it's association. Track and field, swimming, and of course, BMX <laughs> bikes. Three on three basketball. BMX. <laughs> Aren't we like maybe going to win a gold in the BMX? Oh, oh, really? Apparently, I yeah. saw like oh, that quick, quick power yeah. round. Just 2020 Olympics. Uh, which Olympians do you know? Oh, oh, huge. Um, <laughs> huge question. Because I can't even say Mac Horton or Cody Simpson. Well, I was going to yeah. say a friend of mine from primary school, Gabby Palm, uh, water polo team. Oh, I one. forgot. Uh, I think I think Georgia mentioned there's a couple of girls at the Olympics from water polo, so Gabby might be one of those. Um, Gabby Palm went to grammar as well. Yeah, ah, that'd, yeah, be it. Um, that'd be it. Uh, Tom Neal, terrace boy. Yep. I've mentioned the story on the podcast before about how um, we had a Olympic c- canoe, <laughs> and he was mm. like absolutely, he was like absolutely hailed, and we had to have a big assembly for him. And then on yeah, on right. day, he fucking put like fish oil on the stand. The pregnant teacher fell down, and they were oh. like, "Oh god!" Oh, we, he was in your year at school. He was the year above, and they were like, "Oh, oh that's pretty." Good. And they were like, "We have to suspend the Olympian." <laughs> <laughs> it was like a big. We have to do what the IOC couldn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm sure there'll be a lot of people being like the Aussies. The thong throwing into the esky will be a sport. Yeah, just, uh, just shoeies. <laughs> okay, yeah, I got a gold in shoey. <laughs> the best tweet I saw. The medal's at the bottom of the shoe. You got to drink to it. Whoever gets the first, it's your fucking medal. <laughs> the best tweet. One four X gold. <laughs> I saw just like someone being verbally worried. <laughs> the Queensland or Brisbane equivalent of the Vuvuzela, like the big controversial thing, just every 30 seconds, people keep chanting Queenslander, no matter who's competing. So you're watching like Nigeria v Lao in the water polo, Queenslander, just every fucking 30 seconds. And you say that, bro. God, I'd love to watch Nigeria play Lao in the water polo, Joe. I will will go. You reckon they've twelve. Yeah, both Wait, of them. Two titans meet two, in the pool. <laughs> both landlocked, I think, as well. <laughs> two titans meet in the pool. <laughs> Wait, can we just go back to Boo Boo Sailors? Those things are insane. Uh, yeah. How many they, of those do you reckon are in landfill? I reckon <laughs> millions. They can, I, they I can can't project, wait, bro. I can't wait for hours. You'd think those are rats play. in your ceiling, man. The rats playing some terrible jazz. <laughs> do you like jazz? Um, um, all right, let's let's talk about <laughs> mascots. Let's talk mascots. Finally. Yes. Kate. What we're we, all here for. We let's talk about <laughs> really? Ollie Stan. And was it Stan? 
I thought it was Molly. Sid. I think it's Molly. <laughs> I don't think it's Sid. Stan. Do you stand? <laughs> I think it's Stan. Do you stand the Olympics? We used to have a little glass that I always drank juice out of in the morning that had Molly, Ollie, and Sid. Well, I had, them on my, I had them all on my backpack. No, that's awesome. Now, what were they? Uh, echidna. Yep. Kookaburra. That was Sid. Yeah, I think Sid. Yeah. And Ollie was. Platypus? Uh, I think Ollie was the platypus. Yeah. And the echidna was definitely the girl because they made her, like, thick. What the with fuck? There's huge yeah. eyelashes. Gosh, yeah. Oh, I was going to say there's four of them. Lizzie. Oh. Lizzie was the mascot of the Paralympics. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that from the... Um, yeah. Shimming Ollie, Ollie was the kookaburra, Sid was the platypus, and yeah, Lily was go. the echidna. Yeah, look... Uh, oh, like, actually, actually no, no, she was actually... A, She's a, a, She was a spiny anteater as well. Do you guys know oh. why they're called that? Why? Uh, Ollie is for Olympics, Sid is for Sydney, and Millie is for Millennium. Wow. wow. So they have... Okay, so there'll be one <laughs> called like Briz. Okay, we were also absolutely going to do this on the show, but the first Google image I've clicked on is pedestrian TV's caption is "fuck Mary kill the 2000 <laughs> Sydney Olympic mascots." Well, then we're there now, Kate. Yeah, you yeah. raised that before. They made Millie yeah. oh. so much sexier than she needed she's to be. So In, she's like she is a woman. They didn't need to code her so aggressively as the female mascot. Okay, like, well, I'm just gonna say. She basically has a vagina. Yeah, looking looking at this image, <laughs> very vaginal. They're that they're like one single line away. Oh my um, god! <laughs> Look at yeah. Yeah, they yeah, really sexualized her. So <laughs> let's do. I'm gonna. I'm Sorry, gonna everyone, fuck. you gotta gonna look up yeah, some Millie Olympic images. Bro, I she's not overstate how sexy she looks. She'd be, but she'd be, she'd be sexy, but she. But also contrasted with bikes, she break your heart. Well, she break your skin. She'd contrasted really with, have you guys heard of? <laughs> you don't want to fucking a kid in a boy. Have you guys heard of Fatso, the fat-assed wombat? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> this was Roy and HG's unofficial mascot of the Sydney Olympics. <laughs> it's just this fucker. That's awesome. All right, so I'm gonna fuck Millie, obviously. Yep. Yeah. Um, I reckon I'll, I reckon I'll kill Sid. And I'll is that one again? Sorry. Platypus. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I'll marry Sid. Yeah. And then I'll kill, kill Ollie the Ollie the, Ollie's the jock. He's yeah, he's I'm totally with you. Sid yeah, looks well. reasonably sensitive and heartfelt. He's also in the middle kiss, of them. I'd rather kiss a bill than a beak. Then we can definitely, all agree. Definitely. Yeah. I, yeah, think, get, I think it'd be really... with a platypus. Also, I'm really sorry, fun. I've already forgotten their names again, which is the bird. Uh, that's that's, that's Ollie. 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 Yeah, he looks just mean. He like, does look like a real asshole. Birds like a are fucking dickheads. Like that kid in year four that got really big. Like, yeah. yeah. What in year four? No, like Joe this week. Where he's been going at 45 and getting a bit fit and he's yeah. become all mean. Yeah. yeah. I've just been kicking You're a lot big. of goals. You're a real Ollie. Whereas I, I'm just a fun old platypus with a big old bill. Well, that's... And I'm... Platypus are my and you're favorite hot. animals. So I'm and Kate's thick and hot. Yeah. I'm Ollie looks nice in this one. Yeah. But that's how he gets you. He looks like a fucking <laughs> yeah, asshole in this and one. He pulls your pants down. <laughs> Who's the mascots <laughs> of the... What? <laughs> what? As in that's Daxia. What, that's what bullies do. That's what bullies... Okay, <laughs> hang on. Tokyo mascot. What the fucking shit? Holy crap. Everyone at home Google the Tokyo mascots. <laughs> Oh, I, I look, actually can't look, look at the Tokyo <laughs> oh, They're so bad. Who are these guys? They're, they're so called bad. Muratawa and Samayati. Oh, they look sure like kind of acid Powerpuff girls. <laughs> oh, they've got that like checkerboard thing that's kind of trendy nowadays. Oh, they actually aren't kind of trendy. I don't like that they have the Olympic, oh my God. Mas- the have Olympic logo on their foreheads like they've been fucking branded. Have you guys seen the London mascot? Oh, yeah. It's oh, like it's oh, Lisa Simpson. Lisa Simpson giving a blowjob. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Name. what? 
What's that thing? Why Their names are so British. <laughs> Wenlock and Mandeville. <laughs> fucking detectives. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't make the mascot Sherlock and Watson. <laughs> they look completely ridiculous. Okay, no, because no, maybe it was the London Olympic logo. Yeah, was it Lisa Simpson yeah, blowjobbing, buddy? No, that was a thing. It was like, everyone was like, is it just me or does the London Olympics logo look oh, like... Yeah, Le- wow, yeah look wow. it up. It's Lisa Simpson giving head. <laughs> you really locked that in. Lisa Simpson giving a blowjob. There it is. Look at that one. Sure. It absolutely looks like Lisa sure. Simpson Turn giving Bart Simpson head. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so... I think this Google image has specifically made them yellow the and put them in the clothes. Oh, right. <laughs> I was going to say, okay. that yeah, seems yeah, so blatant. Really so, so for context, like, everyone, yeah, definitely. what I've opened up on like Google Bart. Images, they have taken the actual logo and put it in the clothes of Bart and Lisa Simpson and coloured them in. So maybe leading it on a little bit. But I think if you look at it in isolation, it's still you can yep. you can paint that. Um, now, last thing I'll say on mascots... <laughs> Have you guys seen? Because apparently, <laughs> Wenlock and Mandeville what were critically f- panned. Yeah, I bet they're like, what, they're like everyone terrifying. except children. Um, but they were like, it's not quite as bad as the mascot from the 1996 Atlanta Olympics, Izzy. Oh. oh, is he? It looks like not um, bad. It just looks like it's clip art. It looks like Tally from South yeah, Park. Yeah, it's a bit. just incredibly. So apparently. Um, <laughs> No, uh, it was a figure with the ability to morph into different forms, which everyone hated because you can't really have a mascot where it's like, oh, it could look like anything. (laughs) They're like, they just forgot to do it and then the day before they were like, shit, just do something that be anything. No, it's a boggart. (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous. It's a boggart and then just all the Olympians are seeing them like, oh, the mascot (laughs) is me losing my event. (laughs) Um, All right, so mascot without going into the ibis or the the bin chicken or, you know, what's the mascot? of the Brisbane games. I, because I think Brisbane fucks, mm-hmm. want it to have a bit more of the molly, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the echidna. I also want it to be like an actual thing. Okay. Not just like I want it to be like shape. an animal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we can't, that's the annoying thing. We can't Sydney sort of taking the big hits. Fucking Sydney taking all fucking... And, and not only that, then the Paralympics one as well that was a lizard. So we've got mm. lizards, lizards out. out. We've birds got birds. I have a lot all birds out. All birds are out. Okay. Fuck. I mean, I hate to be this guy. Kangaroos. Sure. Yeah, surely. Like, because also I the original Queensland Rugby League logo is a kangaroo. I do think there's some yeah, history that the kangaroo is a very Queensland animal. You know what, guys? It's 11 years away. We're being so basic. It's probably some animal we haven't even heard of. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that probably going to be, be a big freaking pineapple or something. You know? Oh, that's awesome. Big pineapple, big pineapple, pineapple. I think we should go food, 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 not animal. I don't oh, think we should fine. go animals yeah. because Piney we want to avoid being Sydney. Um, I was think, t- like having lemon. this conversation the other day and we were talking about like, yeah, the role of like Indigenous Australians in the Olympics. And someone oh. was saying like Dreamtime animals. Oh, the rainbow serpent. Oh, like rainbow serpent. Rainbow serpent. serpent, rainbow like serpent. Tiddalick the frog. Tiddalick the frog, a g- like a goanna. Yeah, that could be something. I mean, <laughs> Wait. sort of like a frill neck lizard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, no, I thought we can't. No, it's no different. No, no, no. <laughs> Goanna's. A goanna is no more dreamtimey than a frill neck lizard. That's absolutely wrong. I reckon goannas are way more dreamtime. I think they're the exact same amount of dreamtime. 
If only this show had some representation. If only these three white Australians. Oh, yeah, true. Knew more about the dream job. people someone can be in the minority. Okay. So. And on this show, we never have the minority. Yeah, I'm the minority in this conversation. So. you can speak on dream I like that point. I like that point. But if we're going away from animals, a pineapple. Yeah, we I really like food. And maybe a. Oh, and mango. A nanny. A banana. Yeah. So we've got a. Maybe we're going to... No? Well, I just think that could be open to like some phallic critiques. Oh, yeah, and Millie had a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm critiquing it. All right, so what do we oh, have? Oh, I'm all for I'm it. But then they're all, they're, they're, all, they're all yellow, <laughs> well, but I don't shape. mind that because it's the Sunshine State. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's Sunshine State. So what if... I honestly and think And I don't want it to be like a big sun. pineapple, and a mango. Okay. The banana's cool. So it's a wink to Motorama. Barry the... Okay, no. Let's just make it... Knowing wink. Let's make it the cool banana from Motorama. He's just in. So we big pineapple, like... big pineapple. No, but she's... Let's give the name. So it's like... Biggie. Polly the pine. Penny? I really like Manny for the mango. Okay. Manny, Penny... And Motorama. <laughs> and yep, done. Our Olympic mascots. They're our Olympic in. mascots. Okay. So now we've obviously got to this point. Yeah. Yep. And this, this is all a pitch. Everyone, the jockeying for jobs has already been going for a long time. People are already starting to think, hey, where can I get a gig in the Olympics? That's, that's already happening. Now, they're saying Kate Jones, mm. who I know your family are big fans right. of. Yep. They're saying Kate Jones is going to be the... Uh, the big one that she's going to lead the Olympics. They I actually think she'll do a good job of that. Yeah, I think I, I think she'd be good because she so that, so she'll get that apparently. I imagine Palaszczuk might have some role, like some oversight role or something. Yeah. Um, so let's say the job we want would be commentary. I think for unpacking Brisbane. I mean, on an earnest I, I, note, the Roy and HG series of Olympics TV shows is probably my dream job and the fact it's Brisbane 2032 probably the height of any media career I'd ever be likely to have it's really set up for us to to fail yep so yeah commentary commentary great great. because I I think it's probably too too late for us even now to start training for pole vault or something Um, never too late to start pole vault never too late couldn't javelin now that's a that's a young man's game shot puts out discus so what I wanted to do is very briefly before we wrap up here, we just have a go at commentating Olympic events yeah, and, just, and just putting our best foot forward. Oh, it's yeah. not going to be easy. I'm aware of how late at night it is. But the key part of this, there's no footage in front of you. Now, I was going to go and find the transcripts of some... Fa- I actually looked it up at work. I was like, I'll find the transcripts of some famous Olympic commentary moments yeah. and we'll read them out. Harder to find than you'd imagine. And I wasn't going to sit out and transcribe a YouTube video. I think the main <laughs> problem is that there's not one commentary feed for the Olympics. That's so true. The other thing as well was I was like, oh, well... Maybe we just get the facts of what happened in each of those famous moments from Wikipedia, and we love Wikipedia Week out, and then we read those out and do commentary from those. Also, didn't do that level of research and yeah. go and find out those. So I've just from the top of our heads, yeah. I think based on you're maybe, allowed to look maybe up very the, you're allowed knowledge. to look up what the event was. No, I don't think even that. Really? I'm just going to because, because the Kathy Freeman race is not what I thought it was. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, really? So you've looked that up. I, I know I know the distance that Kathy Freeman ran. Okay. Well, do you want to do do you want to do Kathy then? Well, or no, I'll do you? I'll do any that's not Kathy. Okay. Well, I can start then and I can You do, do Kathy. Yeah. You can I, Kate, can you I can do, do Stephen Brad. Oh, oh, you can do Thorpe and I'll do Stephen Bradbury. No, I can. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, okay. sweet. All right. Just cuz oh, well, I think it's funniest. What would you be worst at? 
I reckon I don't know anything about I, I've, I've been pretty bad at all of them, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm shaking in my boots. All right, you do you do Kathy Freeman. Right, Let's say I'll have a timer. It's thirty no, it's forty five seconds away from the end of the race. Oh. Okay. So you Well no the race, it's a hundred metres, isn't it? No. Okay, it's great. Not. Oh, it's well, I guess not. I don't know. Thanks. There you go. There okay. you go. So 45 seconds, commentate Kathy Freeman winning the event that you think she won gold in. Okay, well, it's maybe the 200 metres, and they're all like, no, not at all. Okay, I'm getting a shake, and uh, the commentary box are not looking good. Okay. All right, so they're, they're coming around the corner because she's been doing the 800 metres, 400 metres. So she's coming around the oh, floor. She's halfway there. Okay, there's about 27 seconds left. Everyone's going really, really fast. It's just good to see after training how fast they can go. Now, Kathy Freeman has caused controversy because she's wearing that big, big wetsuit thing with the head, and she's coming around the corner. She looks, there's a look in her eye that says, am I going to trip the others? But she resists. <laughs> and she, Greece are not having a good day. They're tripping. She's going, it's out of the 100-minute dash. And she's running in. If this is Australia's moment. This is the moment in Sydney that they arrive at the ground. Kathy Freeman has won Woo! the 400 metres. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Lots of detailed race analysis. Yeah, really. Is exactly um, right. Yeah, I had no idea it was the 400 metres. I assumed yeah, it was I the 100. I just assumed it was 100 as well. It's clearly okay. the best race. There you go. All, All right. right. All right. Kayla's got to do Thorpe. Can I... Can I just have like twenty seconds? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, sweet. Yeah, it's, it's a real. Yeah, okay, it's this sweet is race. a really fast race. It's really okay, fast. Ready? And and now you're commentating for race. Um, <laughs> welcome to the. <laughs> so welcome to the Olympics mid race. <laughs> and for those and for those viewers just joining us, uh, tuning in now for the final thirty meters. <laughs> and for our viewers, of the men's eight by one hundred free. And for the viewers coming oh in God. now who were maybe expecting ready steady cook. Uh, and, and welcome, uh, welcome to, the, to the Olympics. Um, if you're just joining us. Maybe for the first I'm time. Gone. I can't. I can't. Okay, now come on. Have another no, come go. On, come okay. on. <laughs> We're um, untimed. What? <laughs> come on. Sorry, it's too late. It's too late. Come okay. on, Thorpey. Uh, um, oh, Thorpey's here. He's in the pool. Oh, he's so gay. <laughs> he's swimming so fast. Oh, my God. I, I can't believe how fast he's going. He's <laughs> kicking. He's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's kicking, he's got his arms going, he's right between those lane ropes, he's getting closer to the end. Oh my God, Thor oh, Thorpey, uh, let's get him on a wheat fix, Bob. He's close. Oh, thanks for coming to the Olympics. Wow. I love the idea that this commentator has only mentioned Thorpey. <laughs> oh, I had Thorpey. <laughs> and also, oh a great commentator already setting up deals. Oh, yeah. Get him on yeah. the wee I didn't even think of that for Kathy. That's great well, to I'm see. I'm glad I got through that. I was well done. That was great. I that was good. And thanks All right. For, all right. Give and me 35 <laughs> seconds for Stephen Bradbury. Because okay. I know exactly one thing about it. Okay. Ready? 35 seconds and your Olympics begins now. And the men's ice skating, we've got a big pack at the front. They're way out winning. <laughs> Who's this fucking poor fella at the back? Stephen Bradbury. No chance. Loser. No chance of winning. You couldn't imagine in the wildest world where he might win from. And they look so good. They're not going to trip. They're not going to fall. They're going to cruise home. And, and Stephen Bradbury, Stephen who? What the fuck? What? 
<laughs> Stephen Bradbury just won gold. And thank you. This has been the Olympics. <laughs> Thanks for joining us here tonight. The Thanks for joining us at the Olympics. The idea that the Brisbane Olympics immediately wraps up. <laughs> and we've got the 100 metre sprint. They're all getting to the end. They've crossed the finish line. Good night. <laughs> immediately cuts to a current affair. They <laughs> just go straight to a movie. <laughs> and, they're right. and that's the badminton. That's the result. We have a win for Nigeria. Now, flubber. <laughs> <laughs> and we hope the Usain Bolt fans out there are really big on Hotel Transylvania too. <laughs> oh, All right. well, great audition, everyone. I think we've locked in the jobs. Well, folks, that probably brings us to yeah, the end of our Olympic special. Um, we, we are absolutely stoked to have Caitlin Duke, star Thank commentator. You for oh, me. My favourite guest. Always a pleasure never a chore um so folks we as we mentioned um if you come into the mangroves we'll see you there yeah um make sure when tickets go on sale early next week to get your tickets to uq law review whatever it will be named joe's comedy extravaganza and um we'll have an episode out about harry potter being set in brisbane next week then we'll probably be off for the majority of august while yeah. joe gets this show up on stage and we're all so excited to see it but until then folks you live in an olympic city so just oh, go just out there it. and make gold moments every day 100 percent Caitlin, final word from you um you've won gold on the podcast, the <laughs> <laughs> the podcast. and thank you this has been the podcast <laughs> and from manny penny and motorama <laughs> this has been olympic <laughs> good night <laughs>